Hey guys, it's Kaylee and Cecilia bringing you the STEM at St. Mike's podcast. We are going to be your hosts, and each week we'll be bringing you current science topics and exploring STEM opportunities right here at St. Mike's. Hey everyone, and welcome back to STEM at St. Mike's. This week we're going to be answering some questions submitted by our followers on our Instagram account, the STEM at St. Mike's podcast. So first, we are going to start off with the most important question. What is our favorite type of dog? And, you know, Kaylee, I gave this a lot of thought, and I think we can both agree that there's only one correct answer to this. Yes, absolutely. Do you want to show them what it is? So I'm not sure if any of you have heard of wiener dogs or dachshunds, because those are, in fact, the most superior dog. Easily the best dog out there, hands down, I yes, would say. Yes, absolutely. I agree. So I, my family has a wiener dog named Boo Boo. Yes, and I am two times as much of a lover of wiener dogs because I have two. One of them is named Trip because he trips on his ears. And the other one is named Brutus and he likes to come visit at college. Oh, Brutus <laughs> is the best visitor around. He has these little footy pajamas he likes to wear to bed. Yes. Perfect. So yeah, we would both, I think, highly recommend getting a wiener dog. Yes. They're perfect size for the dorms, you know? Yes. They're not too big, not too small. Right. Just and, right. Yeah, and they like to lounge. Totally. They mostly just kind of <laughs> lay there in their blankets. Yes. Okay. Now moving on to the actual topic of this podcast. <laughs> so Cecilia, what is the best and worst part of STEM at St. Mike's? Either balancing your major with creating the podcast or just being a STEM student? Yeah, I would say the best part is by far all the people that you get to meet. You know, I love our small class sizes because you get to be with the same people in most of your classes. You might even have the same lab partners in some of your classes, which I love because I feel that you get to just really build up your connections, you know? Yes. And then I would say some things that make the STEM feel difficult and not only here at St. Mike's, but I think everywhere is just how competitive the STEM field can be, you know? I think that a lot of us struggle with imposter fears and feeling like you're not good enough to be there. And so I think just kind of going through that can be difficult. Yes, I agree. I think that would be my downside of STEM as well, because it's like the more you, you learn, the less you feel like you know. And I didn't understand that when I came into school. I was like, no, I'm going to be like, I know so much. <laughs> But now it's like, I feel like I know absolutely nothing. nothing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess definitely the best part of being a STEM student here at St. Mike's, like Dan said last week, is that you can just talk one-on-one -on -one with your professors. And it's a lot more accessible here than at other larger schools, I think. Yes, for sure. Which I think is, again, something that's found all around St. Mike's, not just in the STEM department. I think all of our professors have been extremely accessible and very helpful. Oh yes, definitely. One of the main thing that things that drew me here was that I mean, everyone praises the professors and it's not unfounded. So, would you Kaylee recommend trying to work in a STEM department at St. Mike's? Yeah, so right now I am a grader for a stats class and I'm a TA for Orgo. And I feel like it definitely helps because one, you're able to build connections with professors and you're also able to, I guess in the sense of being a TA, you're able to really work on your lab skills and kind of master that. 
because once you can teach something is when you really know it. So I think that's a plus. Yeah, I think that's a really great point. I also work in the STEM departments here at St. Mike's as a peer tutor for statistics and organic chemistry, both of which I love. I feel like you just get such a deeper understanding of it, as Kaylee said, when you're teaching it as opposed to when you're just learning it the first time through. I think it's a great experience to have on your resume. Yes, I agree. <laughs> so, Cecilia. Yes. You are a two-sport athlete here. I at am. Mike's, killing it in both of them, <laughs> might I add. So, how do you enjoy doing cross-country and Nordic skiing while you are a STEM student. You know, I love it. And one of the reasons I came to St. Mike's was because I couldn't fathom giving up athletics. I knew that I wanted to continue doing it for at least the next few years. And so I really love it. It certainly takes a lot of dedication and time management skills, but it's definitely worth it. It's like having another family, which I love. Yes, yeah. I agree. And you are also on the cross-country team, Kaylee. I am. How do you like it? <laughs> yeah, so I love it. In high school, I was okay with not doing athletics in, in college. But once I found out that I could have the opportunity here, I kind of jumped at it because I felt like being a part of a team going into school would really help getting acclimated and everything mm -hmm. like that. And it definitely did. I agree with what Cecilia said. It definitely does take a lot of time management and hard work. But it's really worth it in the end. It's definitely worth it, for sure. Yes. Okay, and so, Cecilia, I'm not sure if many people know this, but you are actively studying for the MCAT. Took your practice exam a few weeks ago. <laughs> so do you have any advice for anyone else who wants to go down this path? Yeah, you know, Kaylee, I had a bit of a twisted path to where I am right now. <laughs> Um, you as you know, our listeners may not know, I came into St. Mike's as a pre-pharmacy major, set on being a pharmacist. I actually took the PCAT last summer. <laughs> I had applied to pharmacy school, interviewed, been accepted to pharmacy school. When I got a call, that pharmacy school was closing. <laughs> Which, as you can imagine, threw a bit of a wrench into my plans. But it actually turned out to be such a good thing for me because it gave me the opportunity to pursue what I have always wanted to do and I think was just really too scared and not confident in myself to do, which was to go to medical school. And so yeah, as Kaylee mentioned, I'm currently studying for the MCAT. I'll take that this summer and then hopefully apply to medical school this next cycle. But I would think for anybody looking to apply to medical school, the biggest thing is realizing that it's such a long journey and so that any small missteps aren't going to hold you back. You know, you have to kind of take everything as it comes. Yes, yeah. I like that. That's very well said. Thank you. And you certainly have taken everything <laughs> as it comes. It was, it was a wild fall, but I'm really happy with where I ended up, and I know I'm on the right path now. And again, I mean, just speaking to the professors, when that call came through that I wouldn't be able to go to pharmacy school in Burlington like I planned, I had a few different options, and I was able to talk it through with Professor Lemos, who was my old advisor, and then Professor Fabian Fine, who's now my current advisor, and they were both just so helpful and understanding and really walked me through the process to get me where I want to be. Yes. Yeah. And additionally, Kaylee is going to be applying to pharmacy school in the <laughs> coming months, and so do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So Cecilia and I both came in pre-pharmacy majors. Um, 
Cecilia was a little ahead of me in her um, academic journey just because she had did a lot in high school. Um, so right now I'm planning on starting to study for my PCATs in the end of April and then apply to pharmacy school at the end of this year. But yeah, so similarly to Cecilia, the pharmacy school closing through a wrench in my <laughs> plan. So I kind of had to struggle to figure out if I really wanted to go to pharmacy school still because mm -hmm. I still had time to, you know, switch my major and graduate on time with a bachelor's degree if I wanted to. But yeah, so then I kind of figured it out, talked to some PharmDs, people who have already graduated from pharmacy school, and figured out that it was, in fact, the path for me. So yeah, any advice that I have for people would be just to really time manage. It's good yes. to have a plan, yes. you know? Have a plan, but be flexible if that plan doesn't work out. Exactly. Because you'll be able to figure it out. Yes, that is the message. Have a plan, be able to execute the plan, but also have enough flexibility to kind of tweak the plan if need be. Yeah, and I think flexibility is something that a lot of people in the STEM field probably struggle with. I know I do. Oh, yes, and you, you do. Too. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's what I love about being in the STEM field in undergrad is that you have the options to not only work on your science skills, but to work on your other life skills as well. Mm -hmm. I agree. So this is another question. I'm kind of freeballing here. So, obviously, we chose to go to a liberal arts school instead mm -hmm. of a school where we could exclusively focus on our STEM majors yes. and careers and everything like that. So, have you noticed any benefits or would you do anything differently in the future? No. I mean, I think I would pick St. Mike's a hundred times over, no matter what. And yeah, as far as the liberal arts curriculum goes... I have really enjoyed my philosophy and religion classes. I think if I had time, I'd probably add in a minor in one of those. I think that the liberal arts curriculum just allows us to have such a broad understanding of so many different things. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Cecilia and I are people who just like to have knowledge, and I feel like the liberal arts allows us to have a more well-rounded knowledge. Yes. And, I mean, personally, I appreciate it. Not that going to a non-liberal arts school is not the right fit for other people, yes. but just for me, and I'm pretty sure Cecilia as well, it just allows us to be a little less clinical, mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, because we aren't so focused on just STEM. That Absolutely. We have, like, the humanities and... We have our religion. seminar classes. Exactly, and it allows you to really just become... A more educated person. Yeah, you know, you're engaging with people with different viewpoints and you're talking things through. Mm -hmm. It opens up a lot of opportunities. I know one of the seniors on our cross-country team who graduated last year, she wasn't in the STEM field, but she had a business major, a religion minor, and I guess in one of her job interviews, all they talked about was her religion minors. <laughs> it really opens a lot of other doors. It gives yes. you, it gives you a a leg up from other people who just focus on STEM because oh, absolutely. employers and grad schools want people who are more well-rounded and just know more about more diverse things mm -hmm. than just those in the STEM fields. And I think for people not in the STEM majors at St. Mike's, you know, you have opportunities to take science classes, which I also think is really important. And I would definitely encourage people to do that. Even if it's just one semester on nutrition or an intro to bio class, I think that it can be really helpful in understanding the world around us. Oh, yes. And they do have STEM classes that are geared more... towards non-majors. Yes, exactly. Everything here is really accessible, and yes. it 
just overall great school I would recommend for sure and yeah again just reach out to people if you if you don't know what you want to do that's totally fine I would say reach out to professors they can get you connected with alumni who might be in career paths that you're interested in you know there's always new classes popping up I know there's going to be a forensics class Mm -hmm. this fall which I also think will be geared towards non-STEM majors. And so just broadening your horizons. Yeah, and if you send an email to a professor, just introduce yourself. Nine times out of ten, they will answer. And if they don't, it's probably either because they don't see it or they're just really busy. Yes, Like, they're just so willing to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it, I would say. All right, that's all we have for you this week on STEM at St. Mike's. Join us next week where we're going to be talking with career coach Tim Birmingham and he'll be giving us advice on all things professional. Yes, absolutely. And if you do have any other questions for Kaylee and I or if there is something that you just want to know more about, feel free to DM us on Instagram or give us an email. Thank you for joining us here at STEM at St. Mike's. Our podcast is available at Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to hear more about new content that we're creating, or if you have any questions for us, head on over to our Instagram page, STEM St. Mike's Podcast. We appreciate your support. That's all we have for now, and we will see you all next week.